0: What's going on everybody, it's BJ here to introduce lesson 5 of Teach Me How to Love You Better. We're following up the bonus lesson which was titled Comprehend by Queen Poison. Today we discuss another important topic that men definitely need to heed to. We talked today with none other than the new Moushadi herself, Cherry Poppins, of the Officially Street Podcast, as well as the blogger of Radio to Radiation. Cherry is a fairly popular yet extremely beautiful girl who struggles with men not being assertive, attentive, and fluid communicators. And she's tired of it. She is so tired of waiting for you to communicate what's being brought to the table. And in the classiest way possible is now asking men up front, what that mouth do? In other words, how well do you communicate over the phone? Instead of texting, which to her is hiding behind your words. How aggressive are you going to be in terms of sitting across the table from her and enjoying her time, her company and her jokes? You definitely have to laugh at her jokes, but she didn't stop there. She also talked about being a leader, which is part of the title of today's lesson, which is lead. She feels that leading is important in manhood today and you have to be willing to lead or she's not budging. So, ladies, support your sister. Fellas sit back and shut the hell up because the unwashed god has something to say and apparently we need to hear this welcome to lesson five which is titled lead that is coming from cherry poppins on teach me how to love you better today ladies and gentlemen i am sitting with none other than cherry poppins from the officially street podcast who was also once known as cash at me Twenty Five Dollars. And I just had to get this young lady on this platform so she can explain to me why she had to send her cash app to niggas in order for them to compensate her for her time being wasted in dating.
1: Well, first of all, it was you have to send me a twenty five dollar deposit if you want to go on a date. That's what (laughs) it was, because I have too many niggas talk about they want to do shit. They talk about it and they don't be about it, so it's like, nah, you wasting my fucking time and my energy. You got cash at me if you want to go out. To- now the money was gonna go towards the date. I just needed to make sure the shit was gonna happen. Oh, I could
0: respect that. I could respect that. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And it's fair.
1: I wasn't being like a savage, like, oh, give me money. No, like cash at me. if I need a deposit. Just like like, you got to put a deposit down. If you want to get your eyelashes done, same difference.
0: I feel you. I feel you. So for those people that do not know who you are, just give them a brief introduction and tell them all about yourself, your show and everything that you have going on so far.
1: So I'm Cherry Poppins. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Cherry Poppins. That's letter I letter M Cherry Poppins. I am one of three hosts of the Officially Street podcast. We drop every Friday. Um, and I also have a blog. It's called From Radio to Radiation I have not written in a while, but you should still check it out. Um, the story is really good if you read it from the beginning to the end. And yeah, that's me.
0: Yes, she is very dope at writing and at podcasting and shouts out to Sayer and J Omega, the other two hosts of the show. They have a very interesting conversation skill because they they're so relatable. And um, one of the interesting things about Cherry is like she kind of keeps up with the two brothers. She's not the pushover little sister. And, you know, she has this this sassiness that I'm interested in finding out where it comes from. And how she I'm not a sassy. You're a, you a little spicy sometimes. Not like, I you guess. know, Sp- crazy. I'll take spicy over sassy. Yeah. So, um, what is it like to date Cherry Poppins? Like, what is that like for you, in your opinion?
1: I mean, I'm not dating right now. And it has but if been you a- were. <laughs> what do you mean, what is it like? I think I need you to rephrase the question
0: because in some instances when you talk to women about their um their dating circumstance, and if in fact they say that they is like bad or inconsistent or whatever the answer is, when you ask them what is it like to date that person, they can't even speak on themselves. Like sometimes you wanna know like in your own opinion, like what would it be like to date you? So like what would you say are like some of the key things about you that will make a dating experience with cherry interesting
1: so what stage of dating are we talking are we talking about in the beginning or in the middle
0: um let's start with the beginning like um i see you at a random event i think you're gorgeous i walk up to you and i introduce myself and then i follow through with asking you for your number where does it go from there
1: do you call me after i give you my number
0: um i call you within the first two days of having your number
1: do you call me or do you text me
0: um, I'll say day one of having the number, I'll text you good morning, um, wishing you a good day. And then I'll maybe call you the afternoon of the second day.
1: Okay. Now, when you text me good morning, did you h- hold the conversation or you just say good morning, will, have a good day, the end?
0: No, I will say good morning. Um, just wanted to wish you, um, a proper good morning and hope that you have a good day. Um pretty much it'll be like small talk it won't be nothing too crazy right but um if I do follow up with anything I'll just like probably establish when I'll get to you like um I'm going to have a couple of things going on but I'm definitely going to call tomorrow around the afternoon time is that cool okay I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the opportunity to tell me whether or not that's cool or not if you want me to call today then I'll have to follow up with you know, meeting you at the standard that you would like for me to meet you at. But typically two days, you don't want to call the very first day because that seemed like you're too eager. So usually the proper thing to do is the second day.
1: Okay. So you called me and we talked on the phone. The conversation was good. Now I am intrigued because you spoke on the phone. You know how many niggas don't talk on the phone these days? All of them. So it's very hard (laughs) to find somebody who wants to talk. Um, And I kind of feel like you, you're you not going to get to know me over a text message. And I think that's like the first thing Um, is how the person communicates. I feel like if you aren't showing me that you're willing to get to know me at a distance, then I, I can't give you me to get to know me in person. I don't want to okay, go and okay. out to eat with someone who I've never had a conversation with before. Like a real conversation, okay. speaking conversation, not something over text message. And I feel like over text message, a lot of things can get misconstrued. And you may read my text one way, but I said it completely differently. And I get that a lot about myself that I don't know how to text, which that's fine because um, talking came first. So.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. But I feel like that. I But I think when dating me, I think I'm pretty um, emotional, not in a bad way, but. Not like the like the emotional ass bitch, but like pretty emotional. Like I, I am very in touch with my own feelings, and I know what's going on. And if I like someone, I will let them know, and then see where, how, where are we moving from there? Okay. But okay. I I think as far as like dating, if we're in the beginning stages, um, we're gonna talk on the phone for about a week, two weeks, and then I want to go on an actual date. Like after, if we can maintain communicating for a week or two. Then, okay, we should be able to go on a date. And I feel like you wouldn't act a fool out in public. Um, and then, yeah, and then we'll see how that date goes. And then go on from there. But I like dates. And not even just because I want food or free, food, free shit. Because I pay for shit. But I like to go out and do things. Like, I'm really active. And I like male company. So... Let's go on a date.
0: Yeah, shouts out to you because um that's one of the reasons why I really respect you because you're a one of maybe, well let's just say you're one of few women I know that can be in the company or have um tons of male friends and still still don't look like you know the loose chick like I think that that's the art when you can put properly position yourself amongst a bunch of men and your integrity is not in question. So shouts out to you for that. And um, I think that that's probably why guys are drawn, even if they're not prepared. But most guys are drawn to you because you kind of know. Where are these guys? I mean, from the outside looking in.
1: Where are you looking? Because I need to look there you're a too. Your gram,
0: your gram. It just what are no. you
1: seeing on my Instagram? Well, the maybe likes- it's
0: because. No, not not so much the likes, but maybe it's just, like, the energy and interactions. I don't know who these guys are, but... Don't
1: nobody be commenting on my shit. It just looks like... Where is my phone? Oh, it's right here. Don't it nobody just be looks commenting like
0: on my shit. I'm not so much focusing... I'm focusing on the actual pictures. It, like, when you see, like, you in pictures with guys, it just seems like guys are really taken and drawn to you. Like, your energy is right. So it's just hard to believe that it's hard for you to establish a dating situation based on how the energy is, you know, presented. It's not saying like, you know, it'd be like tons of dudes and pictures and y'all posing together And the comments is lit. It just presents itself in a certain way to tell me about you part, like, and I guess as far as your personality, like she's cool. She has a great vibe. She's pretty, you know, she's, she's outgoing. She does live her life. You know, she's family and friend oriented you have so many great qualities going on it just looks like it should be a little different and maybe that's just my perception from being on the outside but we'll get more and more into that the reason why i think i look at it that way ultimately too is because for most women when people are when people tend to have like a sucky like dating life you can tell in like the commentary, like based on posts and tweets and stuff like that, like you never talk about shit like depressingly or you never have like negative tweets or nothing. It just seemed like you just living your life and the energy just looks so dope.
1: Well, yeah, because if the bitches who are out here and talk about niggas ain't shit, the niggas are not going to be shit because they're putting that energy into the world. Like, I'm not going to say, that. oh, my I God, my you. dating life sucks because you know why? And then it's really actually going to suck. I feel like that's rule number one. Like what you put out into the universe is what you're going to get back. And that's with everything, including your relationships.
0: I feel you on that. I can respect that. So let's just get into, because we're kind of talking about what I have you here in the first place. So um, just to give the listeners a preface to what this is, of course, this is called Teach Me How to Love You Better. It's a conversation from a man to a woman. Basically trying to establish himself or reintegrate himself back into the lives and love lives of women. However, he wants to improve. This is his way in doing so. We're going to ask Cherry a question. She's going to answer it as raw, as vulgar, profane. However, she wants to answer it. She's going to answer it to the best of her abilities. I'm going to shut the hell up and let her say everything she has to say. She's get it out, and once she tells me to speak again, because, of course, again, I'm not going to say anything. No down-talking, no smirks, no smacking of the lips, no nothing. Once she says, okay, BJ, you can speak again. Well, you can speak now. I'll ask her a couple of questions about what she said, and then we'll get into the small topic, and we can talk a little bit more in detail about Cherry's dating life. So the question is... In what way, as a woman, do you believe a man could do better by a woman? And not just for his own benefit, but also the benefit of the woman he is actually trying to love.
1: I think number one is communication. Like being able to communicate thoroughly um, about everything that involves the both of you. And maybe even if it doesn't involve like the woman or your partner um because one day it potentially could I think also knowing how to love your partner the way that they want to be loved not the way that you want to love them because if you are if you're treating me how you think I like to be treated or the way that you want to treat me it's not really going to work out too well because that's not what I want that's not you're not making me feel loved um I also think like from the rip if we're talking about dating from the beginning I think if you tell the woman your intentions or expectations so that it's not a game, so that you're not sitting here thinking, Well, does he like me or does he not? Is he feeling me or is he not? Um, and then because I feel like a lot of the time when you tell a woman your intentions from the rip, whether it's like, Oh, I just want to fuck, or I'm trying to see where this goes. Nine times out of ten, if she's fucking with you, no matter what, she's fucking with you. You could have a whole girlfriend, but if she's fucking with you and you let her know that, she'll probably most likely still be fucking with you. Um, Yeah, and I think just, like, being honest and being truth, like, being honest, um, not having any hidden agendas and being genuine. But I also think, too, before you even approach a woman, you need to... Like check yourself first. Like know yourself first. Like what exactly do you want? Like you need to know yourself, because if you don't know, then you're not going to be able to explain yourself to this woman who you might be interested in. Okay, go BJ. Yeah, that's BJ. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. So, um, your keyword that I extracted from your um, answer was communication and. What is interesting about what we're going to talk about is I believe that we're having that same conver- we're having that same conversation, but it more so deals with the communication and actions versus the actual words that are being mm-hmm. expressed. So, um what I wanted to talk to you about is a another question. And the question is, are you going on dates or are you going on interviews? Right?
1: Mm-hmm
0: because um, what I've discovered, even though I'm in a relationship now, but previously what it was like for a guy to date is, there's a very fine line between those two instances that um, exist in that question, because um, I'm kind of curious to know what women feel they bring to the table when it comes to a man or getting to know a man in the dating experience, because Even though you can say, okay, guys don't know what they want, guys don't communicate, guys don't have a plan of action for when they approach women, we still never know what your plan of action is either. So in order for us to get to the root of the problem, I would just love to know what do women expect to bring to the dating situation or the experience so that we can possibly figure out what we can do to match what you're bringing Did that, does that make sense
1: Mm-hmm. see but i i feel like i want to match what you are bringing because i know i'm not a bullshitter i know if mm, i tell okay. you i'm gonna be somewhere at seven o'clock i'm gonna be there at seven o'clock are you gonna be there at seven o'clock probably the fuck not
0: <laughs> is that always the case though
1: when I, you... I feel like i feel like a lot of the time i feel like a lot of the time It is with me. I'm not going to, I don't know every man or every woman on the whole planet, but I know with Mm me, what I, what I have experienced is I think, you know, like the man is supposed to be like the head of the household, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that, that, that picture that all the grandmas got in their house. It's like the man and then the wife and then the child right 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 and like the man is like and the woman she follows the lead of her husband i feel like in with dating i follow that like i'm following your lead if you are not fucking calling me i'm not calling you because clearly you don't want to fucking talk to me because i made it clear that i like to talk on the phone
0: right right right
1: i feel like if i have asked you to go out on dates and you're curving me or whatever the fuck i'm not gonna ask you to go on a date somewhere because now i'm following your lead you don't want to go on a date that's cool
0: Okay, so I feel like sense. and I feel
1: like a lot of time I feel like a lot of times women are looking for men to take that lead.
0: So that's what you guys are ultimately looking for is leadership. When you say um you want him to execute the plan. You yes. know, not so much wait on the plan to come together. Okay. I feel I like that.
1: at at the le- at least in the beginning. Cause I need to because I feel like a lot of the times when men are pursuing a woman i feel like a lot of times women if, if if a man is pursuing them they're with it they but they want to see what you are about and if mm-hmm. you can't show me that you're about shit then it's like why am i even going to bring anything to the table for you or show right, you anything right, right. that i can bring to the table
0: right so it's basically you're waiting on his initiative to establish the the communication first making sure that the communication is where it needs to be before we can even sit in the same room together, dine together, and then com- converse face-to-face. Yes. So that's pretty much how you set up the the dating situation if it was a situation that you were into now. Yes. Okay, I can respect that. Um, The reason why I'm asking is because um, I think – I think what I've gathered from a couple of dudes I talk to on a regular basis is what makes it hard to communicate with women. Not only is it the fact that we don't all the way understand what you mean when you say certain things is, I guess it plays a small part of the, I guess the gentleman or the, the chivalry aspect is like the guy is doing what, He believes to be his responsibilities he's you know planning dates pulling out chairs holding doors he's doing his part but then again I think some men feel the same way as women like they don't get the same results that they're looking for in the dating situation either maybe um what ends up happening and this is just an example you go on a date and it seems like everything went well but the underlying issue is she's really not feeling you so you can kinda tell the shift in her energy. Maybe the conversation is a little bit lighter, a little bit inconsistent. Um, when you end the date, there's no follow up, it's kinda like she's blowing you off because she know ultimately she's not really feeling you in that way. And I think guys are now beginning to try to protect themselves from what is perceived to be the curve or what is perceived to be um like not living up to the potential or the idea of what you would have a guy stand up to. And it I I think it's whack, but still in all, I think we have to like figure out ways to understand each other a little bit better. So when I ask this question, are you going on dates, are scheduling interviews? How do you know you like somebody? Like just based on like your um preferences for what you like in the guy how do you know outside of how he looks and what he has going on for him that you actually like a person
1: uh do they laugh at my jokes
0: yeah they laugh okay. at your jokes like <laughs> no
1: um i think i uh i think well one wait am i answering this interview question or not
0: yeah you, okay you so that question. i
1: am not no i didn't answer it i am not scheduling interviews because the interview oh, is that over question. the phone Okay. We have a phone All interview. Right. Okay. Right, right. You can pass right, the right. phone interview to get the in person. Okay. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like how how do I know I like someone enough to be able to go on a date? I it really, it really just goes down to can we hold a, a conversation? I love to talk. And you need to love to hear me talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that.
1: So, if you if you can't hear me talk, if you don't want to hear me talk, if you don't want to talk to me all day all night, like not really, but like if you don't want to have a conversation with me, that like that's step 1. I really just feel like and it could be and then but then it's like what are we talking about?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what we get into. Okay.
1: What are we talking about?
0: Is it okay for him to talk about his past and his hurts and his pains and The all that first that he- day? No no okay
1: i want I wanna see how open or closed minded you are
0: mm okay, okay, so
1: tell me about an experience that you've had you know and i and of course, all of this is organic, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe something from your past might come up in the conversation because I asked you a question about something and then oh i was with my ex-girlfriend like okay that makes sense because i asked you a question but i feel right, like right um just being able to hold a conversation like what are we talking about we're talking about our likes we're talking about our dislikes we're talking about what we did yesterday the different foods we like to eat like my addiction to ice cream this is my favorite type of ice cream right and right. i love ice cream like okay you know but i don't know like you find out a lot of, de- like, I don't know. You go out to eat, you find out a lot of men, they don't like to eat shit that's white. Why? I don't know, because they're closed minded I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like just seeing where someone's head is at, like, that's where that's what you want to do, me at least. I, I want to see, that's what's going to make me like you or not. Like, are you laughing okay. at my jokes? Are you making jokes? And, right. like, where's your head at? Is it in a good space or is it in a bad space? And then I also, and then I feel like, you know, sometimes you'll go on a date, and the energy is just not there. Like it's not y'all not y'all not vibing. Y'all not on the same frequency. The wavelength mm-hmm. is not not no. Right, right. So like maybe that's why maybe so that's why you do need to like go on dates, and you can't have a whole relationship over the phone. But yeah.
0: So when you have those um, conversations over the phone, let's just say in the couple of conversations he's a little not to say weird but he's just different than the typical type of guy that you date let's just say you know he's in the science or he's in the anime or he has some type of interest that is not relative to any of the guys that you've dated in the past does that automatically cancel him out
1: no everybody so, likes different shit
0: so how do you converse with a man who's interested in something that you're not even interested in? Like how do you as a woman So you didn't say that. You him? just
1: said who had different different likes from other guys. You didn't say something that's not that I'm not interested in. But I feel like you can I think you can be with somebody who is not interested in all of the same shit. Okay. Right. You you like anime? I don't, but I bet we both like Bob's Burgers.
0: so that's what i'm getting at it's like not not so much saying that you don't like it but what i think is in certain instances when people say well you know of course i'm into you know biochemistry and as a woman you like well i know nothing about that so when he goes into all of the different things that he likes about biochemistry and he gets excited in the conversation you're just sitting there and having no clue as to what he's talking about, but he wants to feel like you're just as interested and engaged in what he likes as much as he would be into something that you like. So, like, that's the question I'm trying to figure out, like, do these things
1: make me like it.
0: Wow. OK, I can feel like I can feel like
1: like make me like it. explain it to me so that way I can understand it. Show me what is so cool about it. Open my mind clearly there's something i missed in 10th grade science show me
0: oh so that's really dating that's that's what dating is right i, I, think, I, I can i can respect I think that so
1: like i feel like you know you're meeting new people you're doing new things teach me something that shit turns me on you can teach me something oh my god read a book to me it's over mm, mm.
0: i can respect that i wouldn't i wouldn't really expect wouldn't have expected that answer because ultimately i think like we base it on our social settings. It's like, girl, he was on a date talking about his dog and he was talking about this. And it's like, no, nah, I, I can't get with that. And, and it's always something that you hold over a person's head, but this is like truly his interest. And I think that if we figure out ways to engage each other, and I, I guess that's what I'm getting at is the engagement. Because of course, when you think about the question of, are you scheduling interviews? Men look at dating as a job. They don't, as much as I believe they want to have dates or be on dates, I think they look at them too much like work. Mm-hmm. And probably, I can understand because that. Yeah, cause probably it comes from having to figure the woman out, making sure that you're doing the right things, saying the right things, making sure that she's safe, making sure that she's comfortable, she's laughing. You're so focused on meeting the checklist that you begin to feel as though she's an employer, not a potential dating interest. Like she's putting she's giving you a job.
1: You don't even need that checklist if you call her in the fucking first place (laughs) and have a conversation. Because you know what? You could get to the date and be like, yeah, I'm not even feeling this bitch. Right. You could have learned that over the phone. You could have saved yourself $80.
0: Right, right right you are absolutely right okay so
1: i really think it just really all comes back down to communication like that is the base of it
0: okay so in this instance where they pass the screening process of the phone calls Mm -hmm. y'all go on the first date and Mm -hmm. when y'all finally get to the table the energy is off because of course it's different when you're face to face with the person um
1: but why is the energy off Because Because, I have amazing energy 100% of the time. So is him.
0: Right. Okay. So (laughs) I can respect that too. But the reason why it may be awkward is because the guy is probably really, really, really mesmerized. Or either he is trying to focus on the conversation and not what really has him drawn in. You know, he might might think... you physically sexy and he might be paying attention to your cleavage if it's out or something something distracting him from the actual communication and then just so happens at the end of the date you just notice that it was too many weird points is that worth a conversation after the date or do you just kind of like take that into consideration the second time around and give him a pass I personally feel like you should talk about it
1: so I am the queen of not telling people how I feel so I'll go on this date and that will be the energy and then I just won't talk to him again because I just don't like confrontation or like bad conversation like it's me it's not the niggas it's me um yeah mm. so I probably wouldn't say like hey the energy was off I would just not talk to them
0: that's not good though
1: I know it's, I'm I'm working on I'm really trying to work on yeah. this yeah I'm really because trying to work
0: on I, it. What I've noticed too is um, just in my dating experiences, I've had a few awkward moments. And what I'll do is um, instead of making you feel like you did something wrong, I'll just ask you what is it about that thing, you know, to understand where it comes from. Like if, um, Like prime example, I remember not necessarily knowing why my lady wouldn't eat her food at the table. Right. Not mm-hmm. not knowing that she had like strict, you know, dieting practices. I didn't know what it was, you know, because usually when you take a woman to eat, that's when they're happiest. They are comfortable and they open up because you're feeding them. It's kind of like a language in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I remember not knowing why she wasn't eating her food. And I would just ask her, like, you know, I noticed when we go to these restaurants, um, you will order your food and you don't eat it is it that the food is nasty what is it like I would just ask those questions to open her up to possibly telling me why she wasn't eating her food and it wasn't so much even the food it was just her not being comfortable enough to say like these are my you know my limitations and things of that nature and she didn't want to make it seem awkward sometimes you just have to like ask the question not so much say well Let me tell you about what you did or let me, you know, let me bring something to your attention and approaching it as if it was a problem. Because that's probably why guys be so nervous, because they always expecting that they're doing something wrong.
1: But you shouldn't see when you go on with that mindset, you are going to be doing something wrong.
0: So why shouldn't we? So we can't be on defense, even though we don't know how to defend ourselves against possibly doing something wrong.
1: No, you need to have the highest amount of confidence.
0: Where does that confidence come from in dating when it comes to a man or a man?
1: I feel like confidence, that comes from within yourself. You know what you're bringing to the table, you know what you got going on. You know you a decent looking nigga. Like, you need to show that confidence because women love that.
0: Right. But when we first started the show, you clearly stated that even though you got all this stuff going on, shit just ain't right. Like, sometimes it's the same way for a man. Like, he could really have everything together, definitely have something to offer, but shit just don't work out.
1: And that's okay. She wasn't for you. Move on.
0: It's just that easy for you, huh?
1: Yes. (laughs) Y'all not married. Y'all been dating. We're talking about in the beginning stages of dating. So it's not like y'all been dating for weeks and months. Like, it's been a move on. As easy as you got her number, you could get somebody else's number.
0: So we shouldn't stress over the process of making sure that um, every encounter we have is somewhat satisfactory. We should just, like, respect the dating process for what it is and when I it feel runs like you're its thinking, course, just I move f- on. I feel,
1: like, I feel like we as a society, and I, I don't know if it's because of, like, social media or dating apps, like, we make dating seem... Dating is hard. Mm -hmm. today in Mm -hmm. today's day and age dating is hard but i feel like it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it out to be and i feel like if we just let things flow then it will work out and that's why i say like if if that date didn't work okay like that's okay like first of all you don't want to mix your energy with somebody else's that it's not supposed to mix with like you don't want to force that you don't want anything that's forced really
0: right right
1: so it's like, all right, she look good, but y'all not, y'all not see eye to eye and y'all not vibing, then you have then move on. Or maybe that was a sign from God that maybe you need to do some more working on yourself. And before you go approach another woman or man, like this is for men or women, maybe you need to approach your like look at yourself from the inside and work out, work from within before okay. you start working on dating or in a really or trying to be in a relationship
0: right so I'm going to like give you a couple of perspectives that I was um, able to get from a couple of guys I talked to before we even you know decided to have this conversation mm-hmm. the reason I um titled it this was because of course guys feel like it's more of a screening process than it is actual dating and mm-hmm. some of the things that I was able to listen to them say did draw some parallels to actual work because the reason they say this is a guy shows up and he's interested in the position of possibly being with you it's like applying for a job um he applies for the job by stepping to you which is like asking for your number um seeing how he can contact you seeing how he could be in this in your company you know figuratively in your company so then you take a few times um to have conversations it's like a first and second interview you go on a date which is in your case his like full screening process seeing what he's about seeing how he you know performs you know whether it's conversation whether it's how he treats you as a gentleman all of these different things and then at some point when things take a turn it's like instead of having that that back and forth for that dialogue about what went wrong or what is going right, how we're feeling about the process. That's the part where it becomes difficult for men and women because you really don't want to say like the conversation could be better or you really don't want to say like, you don't really pay me any attention. You're more into your phone than you are to me because like you said, people don't want to be confrontational Mm -hmm. and it makes it easy for us to just say, okay, well, since you have a problem with what I'm doing or you're not feeling the way things are going, we just initially dismiss each other. And some guys feel like they get dismissed more than they get engaged. So is that something that you're familiar with in your dating process when it comes to guys? Have you dis- have you dismissed more men than you actually engaged?
1: Mm. When I tell you I, I don't date, like this is a very hard question to answer. Hmm. I could probably count on one hand how many dates I've been on in like the past year. Hmm.
0: And you think it's more or less because men are not stepping up, not that they're afraid of what could possibly become of getting to know Cherry. Like, I think you people think-
1: I think people see my social media and get the perspective that you have. Oh, whatever right, that is. Right. And then they think I got all these fucking niggas, which I don't. So
0: Mm. So you think perception is killing you when it yeah. comes to how and maybe that maybe that is true, because like I said, it's always like I mean, it's never, t- you know, tasteless is always just like you're always in great company and around good energy. And maybe some guys just don't know how to, you know, step to a person like that. That could be, you know, an interesting way of looking at it, because I mean, like I said, it's a lot of dudes probably looking on the outside, just perceiving what they see in the picture and not really taking the opportunity to get to know you and then right. i guess when you think of a girl who's really pretty and like is really popular you kind of anticipate what her personality is like so do you ever get that too like where people yeah, think, I think that people, you're away
1: i think men probably listen to the podcast and get turned off that's okay though
0: why do you think they get turned off
1: because i've been talking so much shit And I mean, acting mean to Jay and Sire. So it's like, oh, no, I can't fuck this bitch.
0: Mm. I don't think you that bad, but I can see how that is possible.
1: And I feel like sometimes I turn up on the podcast. I don't know. I feel like the podcast is just like on my podcast. Cherry Poppins is. That's just a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Not the entire person. So I feel like people listen and they get an idea. And then of course Jay and Sayer, they always talk a lot of shit too. And people listen to them. So yeah.
0: So when you when you get those bad vibes and um just keeping, you know, the conversation like tied into like the interview process. When you begin to like see those guys that try to beat I guess beat the system that they feel like is working against them, where they don't feel like they connecting with you how they want to. They don't get time and attention. Um
1: when I meet this guy, I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are dead serious about there being absolutely nobody.
1: I'm dead ass.
0: So what do you think that you're not communicating that you're not getting the attention that you desire from a date?
1: Um Well, I think I said this earlier. Like I'm not really putting myself out there to date. It's not like a priority. Mm-hmm. Um I also think I'm tired of like ho shit. Like I only want to fuck with like one nigga. I can't I can't I can't I don't have time for multiple personalities and that's just I'm too old. So I feel like that's another thing, too. Like, okay, I was talking to this guy. It didn't work out. All right, I'm chilling now. And then I'm not. But I'm not. I'm never, like, looking for someone. I'm never looking to go on dates. Ideally, I would like it to fall in my lap. But I feel like with today's day and age, shit like that just doesn't happen. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I really don't think it ever happens. I think um, it's really just based on two people having initiative. Like um, whenever that one person who typically is the initiator decides to like kind of fall back, that one person steps up and keeps the energy going. I don't ever think it just falls in your lap. It's really based on. Well, no,
1: I, 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 I don't know, because I feel like, OK, for example, I met a guy. He was a friend of a friend. He asked my friend for my phone number. We were texting. We were talking on the phone. It was cool. We were supposed to meet up and literally like 30 minutes before we're supposed to meet up oh hey I have to cancel Uh, my son has to go to the hospital I'm like okay cool whatever sent me a picture of his son sick with a rag on his head I'm like you know what let me save this picture to my camera roll because if you save the picture to your camera roll it tells you the date this was in November but the picture was from June so then I asked him about it like, why are you sending me pictures of your son from June? And he's like, oh, no, 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 that Like, I took that picture the other day. What are you talking about? But then after that, he stopped messaging me. And you know why he stopped messaging me? Because he was fucking lying. So I feel like I get a lot of things like that happening. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm picky, but I'm not, like, turning every nigga away. Like, I will give you a chance, but people always they they just do dumb shit and i feel like i do not have time for dumb shit because i'm grown so okay yeah and i feel like that's one reason why i haven't gone on a date in so long well it has been so long but long enough
0: long enough yeah (laughs) yeah. i get that so like um just to like kind of give a potential guy who may just hear this and want to step to cherry. I'm going to give you some variables and you tell, you tell me how a guy should probably navigate getting close to you in these situations. Hold on. Let's just hold on. mm -hmm.
1: First, I want to say if you are sliding, not even in just my DM in any woman's DM, you need to make her want your phone number do not send four fucking rinky dink text me- or messages and be like oh hey can i get your number no why should i give you my phone number you can text me through this fucking app if all you're gonna do is text me
0: damn so you so you're not taking no shorts in no way shape or form on communication like even in a dm you got to communicate
1: i need you to why why shouldn't you get my phone number if all you're gonna do is fucking message me the same way you're messaging me here
0: I, respect I don't even it. want
1: your number. Make me want it. Shit.
0: So you you making um you making declarations that whether it be text, whether it be DM, whether it be inboxing, whatever, it has to be a conversation. I yeah, because that. you
1: know, I do a podcast and I feel like people listen to me from all over the United States. And if I give somebody somebody my phone number, they put that shit in Google and now they got my address. I
0: didn't even think of that. Your shit will definitely pop up.
1: Yeah, because I've done Google. it before. My shit is up. It's up there. My current address is up there. So like,
0: Damn, with the I internet, think about that.
1: With the yeah, internet you... these days, like I'm not trying to. No, I don't need nobody fucking scamming me. I don't need nobody finding my finding out where I live. Like I've been followed around my neighborhood before. I don't need no fucking stalking ass nigga to fucking pop up at my crib. I'm good.
0: Right. Right. So let's um let's get into like these uh, ways that a guy would have to approach you. Like, tell me, let's just say you were out with Cy and Jay. And the mm-hmm. guy. OK, one,
1: nobody's approaching me because I'm out with Cy and Jay. But OK,
0: that's the that's what I'm saying. Like if I mean, you could pretty much look at how you two or how you three interact with each other. And you can definitely tell like, OK, neither one of these niggas are her man. But I don't a nigga know. Just might like you. I
1: don't know. Because you know what? I have a lot of male friends and um, I think that's one reason why men don't approach me because I'm always with a guy all the time and I am very friendly with all my friends. It don't matter who you are. I'm very friendly with all of them. And like you could get the wrong from the outside looking in and you could get the wrong perception.
0: So you think that there's no way in hell that a guy would be brave enough to talk to you while you with sign J?
1: Only if Jay was like, yo, get at her.
0: Damn. That's crazy. Okay. So And I only know Nate. this from
1: experience. Like I went, um, I went to a game night with Jay and Sire. Both of their mm-hmm. wives were there. And a guy came up to me, or no, a guy um found me on Instagram afterwards and said he said something to me like, Oh, what's your boyfriend? I'm like, What are you talking about, my boyfriend? Oh, when you guys were matching. I'm like, what? I didn't even talk to this nigga the whole fucking night, but because we both got on fucking army fatigue, we're together, that don't make no sense.
0: That makes, I mean, that makes a little sense because I would have probably thought that too, but I but mean, But his wife was not, there too. He was yeah, with his it, wife. Right. I mean, if you're not really checking hard enough to notice, you know, the, I and guess you the see communication. The two two
1: Spanish looking niggas walk in with some fucking <laughs> army clothes on, I guess.
0: Yeah, okay. So the next variable is um, let's just say you out with like a bunch of your girls Mm -hmm. and you sitting at a table and a guy is interested in talking to you. He steps to the table, addresses the table, but your friends are like hella intrusive. Like they just won't get out of the direct conversation that he's trying to have with you, like asking you, can he get to know you? They just keep asking them a bunch of questions. Like, is he supposed to stay persistent or is he supposed to focus on the questions the friends are asking?
1: I think, um, both like talk to me, but also engage with my friends. Don't mm-hmm. ignore them. Like I'm not talking to y'all bitches. I'm talking to her like, no, cause those are my friends. Um, right. but be able to maintain both. Like, and especially if, if we're talking about me, especially if I'm interacting with you, then like answer that questions, but it's not ultimately it's not up to them. Mm-hmm. But still, don't be rude to my friends, because if you rude to my friends, who else are you going to be rude to?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so let's just say you are out with your parents, either of them. Um, let's just say you were walking, a, walking through a store and the guy didn't know that you were possibly in the store with your dad. And then out of nowhere, your dad just like walks up and reappears from wherever he came from in the store, and he sees you talking to this guy. What would you expect from a guy in that instance when he wasn't expecting you to be with a man? Of course, not your dad, but just the man in general.
1: Hey, I'm Bob. Put his hand out, shake his hand. My dad gonna say, what's up? And I'm gonna be like, oh, dad, I just met this guy right now.
0: Oh. So it's just that simple There's no, you know, it's really no detailed way of addressing the fact. Oh, that hey, my uncle. name
1: is Bob. And I really think your daughter is so beautiful. And I want to No, like, no, this isn't the Brady Bunch.
0: Some guys think that works, though. Some guys definitely think that if they compliment enough, if they acknowledge what their intentions are in that split second meeting, that it kind of raises leverage, especially with a, a girl that my dad already know be,
1: your intentions. He a man too.
0: Is that real? Do you think a dad really knows what a a guy's intentions are off rip?
1: Uh, uh, off a nigga who walked up to me in the store, uh, yeah.
0: Cuz I don't I don't always think that guys show up with the intention of short-term conversation and then long-term physical. I think that some guys do want to go through the process, but when challenges are like arising constantly you kind of just want to get something out of this for all of the things that you feel like are going wrong and that's what takes it to a more physical place because you're just trying to make up for all of the things that you feel like you haven't gotten out of it i don't think all guys want to be physical right off the bat
1: no and no but that's i, I am not saying that i'm just saying my dad knows what's up he's a nigga too he has approached women before Oh, you're talking
0: about just a simplistic step into a female. Oh, okay. It is
1: like he's, it is either A, B, C, D, E, or F. I'm fucking grown, so it don't matter what my dad says.
0: Okay. All right. That's dope. So, yeah, I think, I think that's good that you have that, that standard of communication where it's like beyond just text messaging. I'm really bad at communicating, period. Because one, I, I do too much in a day to where like I use my hands for everything. I'm always in a truck so I don't text or talk for real. So I think that even listening to you say this, it makes me aware that I need to communicate more because I use the truck driver as my excuse. Like that's why I don't call or text, but that would be a better way to communicate because we don't really talk. We just, you know, send quick messages and let the days and you know, hours pass Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really it doesn't really create moments and you know you don't get to be as transparent sometimes you don't feel like texting all of your feelings in a text message it's much easier to just say them directly so that's definitely a bet the better way to you know communicate i'm glad you did make that apparent you know to most men because it does make them step up
1: so jay and sire said that is unrealistic really yeah because they don't talk on the phone
0: and I, I guess I kind of feel I kind of feel that because that's me, too. But
1: like that's like Sayre's like that's something I have to get over. And I'm like, no, nah, fuck you.
0: Yeah, I don't think you have to get over it. Um, you may have to bargain a bit because I do think that like we are looking for convenience when it comes to communication. And sometimes holding a conversation could possibly keep you from doing something. Um, You know, those people that like for him, of course, I has four children. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't see him being able to sit on the phone with anybody he's kicking it with. Like, let's just say hypothetically, if he was a single man with four kids, I don't see him being able to have a hour or two conversation in one sitting with four children. So like in that instance, I can understand he may have to take as many advantages of technology as he can by text message a quick dm maybe a pic hey i'm thinking about you whatever he has to use as many communication tactics as he can but to your defense i believe that you're not just saying just phone calls are the only source of communication but you would prefer that that be the way you get to know me in detail
1: yeah or at least just like i would much rather prefer a 10 minute phone call three times a week, then you texting me every day.
0: I can totally respect that. I can totally respect that. And that's not too much to ask. That's definitely not too much to ask.
1: I know. I'm simple.
0: Well, that is to be determined, but the <laughs> communication, the communication request is very simple and very easy to comprehend, so. I don't think that's a be that'll be a difficult thing to do. So um last question of the topic is um how like how exactly does Cherry communicate in a relationship for the things that you may want out of a relationship that a man is not ready for? Let's just say you ready you ready to take the dating phase to the next level and he wants a little bit more time to date. How would you communicate that I'm ready to be in a full fledged relationship when you know, or kind of see that he's not ready to take that next step. What's that like?
1: I'm not communicating that.
0: Oh, so you, what you're going to wait on him to make that decision.
1: Yes. I need my man to take the lead. I need you to lead lead. me. And if you're not ready by the time I am really, really, really ready, then it's not going to work.
0: So you feel like by the time you're ready, it should be a clear indication where the two of you are in that dating process.
1: I, if I'm ready, I'm gonna let you know, like, Hey, so what are we doing? And if you tell me uh, you don't know, okay. And I might, I'll wait a little, I'll wait around a little bit more, but like, I might ask you like two more times. And if you still don't know, then I'm getting rat. old.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, You're in a relationship and you feel like the dating process that you once started in the beginning that you probably really enjoyed, begins to dwindle. How do you communicate that you still would like to date, even though, you know, life has kind of changed for you too? what is your communication like in that regard?
1: I think I'm just like asking to see you. Asking to hang out, asking to do things and see where it goes from there. But I'm only going to ask you but so many times.
0: So you really don't have the. um. Well, no, that's not the question. I think what I'm asking is, you know, when you get to a point where now that you've become close, you begin to develop your own sense of expectation. And while we're dating, a lot of times we're not talking about expectations. We're just expecting things to be a certain way because of the time that's passing. So what I'm asking you is, is maybe the guy is just a little too comfortable because he's really enjoying this phase that you're in, but you're ready to accelerate to the next step. You're still going to wait on him to take the initiative, even though he's not paying attention to the changes in your expectations, whereas you're like, I'm ready to go to the next step
1: yeah i'm going with the flow
0: okay okay you're gonna still go with that flow all right Mm. this really helping me because i think all women think like this
1: i know all women think like this i'm just a go with the flow ass bitch and my friends have told me that before um and i feel like that i have been in situationships where You know, I have made it clear, like, I want to be in a relationship with you. What are we doing? And we're like, no, this is cool. And I did that for like four years. And I've, as many times as I was like, you know what, either you're going to be with me or this is done. And then it was done for three days and we were still fucking with each other again after that. I feel like I have been in that situation. I, I didn't like that. And I feel like now I'm not forcing nobody to be with me. I'm not forcing nobody to like me. I'm not forcing you to go on a date with me. If you don't want to fuck with me, then you don't wanna fuck with me. The end. Like there are a million and two other niggas out in the world. More than a million. So it's like I'm going based off of you. Because I feel like if you step to me and I am interacting with you, obviously I'm interested.
0: So definitely, um if in fact you do want to date any woman nine times out of 10 they are expecting you to lead they are expecting you to bring forth ideas um take take chances go on you know dates that aren't expected you know things that women are not used to doing like um that that sense of leadership can go either way but at least you're taking chances and you're doing something new and fresh and of course i think that is positive too so um what is what is your ultimate goal for a relationship? Like, what would be your perfect ideal relationship if you can have one?
1: Uh, Marriage. Marriage. And kids.
0: Is marriage still important in our generation?
1: Yeah, like, I'm not having a baby unless I'm married.
0: Damn, you serious. Okay. So, no that's weird because like a lot of people don't see marriage the the same anymore so
1: well i see that if i have a baby before i'm married my nigga this nigga is gonna fucking leave me and then i'm gonna be stuck with a child on my own and i feel like i was raised in a different type of household and i don't want my child to be raised like that so i feel like i want to be married so i know that this shit is real like because I feel like when you have a baby, like, you're sacrificing so much. Like, you're sacrificing your job. You're sacrificing your body. You're sacrificing your time. When you get married, you sacrifice your last name.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And it's just like, so it's like, but I mean, just the the baby part. Like, that's, that's really important to me. Like, I want to be married. I want to know that you vowed before God to be with me for life. Or the mayor, whoever marries us, whatever. But... Like, I need to know that you are in this because, like, having a child, that's not a fucking joke.
0: Mm, so the key things that I took, I've taken from this is communication is key and leadership is definitely key. Definitely. Definitely key. All right. Well, I feel like you answered a lot for me. Um, listeners, if, in fact, you have any questions, comments, or... um. Anything, anything that you could think of. Just hit me up at DergoBJ. BJ. That is D-E-R-G-O-B-J. And I'm going to let Cherry give her information so that you can follow her and interact with her as well. Go ahead with your information.
1: I'm Cherry Poppins. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Cherry Poppins. That's letter M, letter N, no, letter I, letter M, Cherry Poppins. Um, you can listen to my podcast, the Officially Street Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts soundcloud spotify stitcher google play castbox anywhere you can find a podcast you can find us
0: thank you so much for coming through and sharing your experiences with me today
1: no problem
0: it was very dope i can um definitely use this content to um push the message of communication because that's something that we definitely need between men and women so i really appreciated that
1: and leadership uh, thank- lead by example niggas
0: okay because actually i was gonna <laughs> ask you uh what was one thing that you think women need now more than anything? Is leadership that thing?
1: I think so. Like, I feel like I feel like you need to lead by example. If you want to go on dates with me, you need to plan some dates, because then you know what? I'll plan some dates. If you want me to suck your dick, you need to eat my pussy. The end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the end. So, yeah. It... <laughs>